Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and I have with me today a woman that has many projects, but more importantly, she's a doctor, y'all. I have Dr. Barbara Eaton. Hey, Barbara. Hey, Nika. Thanks so much for having me, and, and hello to all of you who are listening today. It is such a pleasure to have you here today because you are doing something that is very important, and as a woman, um, anything health-related is is probably something that has been neglected. And so I really want you to tell listeners who you are and what specifically you do in the field of chiropractic. Okay, um, so who I am, I, I'm a lot of things. I, first and foremost, I, I'm full of love and um, I think my superpower is helping others see their own potential. And then being able to tap into that potential, whether it's my children or my husband or, or clients. Um, and I, I just get a huge rush out of helping people feel really good about themselves. Um, no, that doesn't mean just like being the passive bystander of like you're doing, you're messing up and I'm just like, oh, it's okay. But instead, um, really helping individuals decipher what they want in their life and then going after it in amazing ways, um, in, in 10x ways with relentless passion um, and a relentless plan so that they can be their biggest fan. And I love that because you're not only a chiropractor, but you're, you're a coach. You're the owner and head coach at Simple Solutions for Chiropractic Success. And you tapped on that immediately because a lot of people, you know, when they see a title or whatever, they don't understand how this person is credible to be a coach. But you are literally coming at it from different perspectives. And I love that you said, I'm many things. And that's what I want women to understand is that we're not identified by a role. We are identified by who we are. So can you elaborate on your coaching? Like what made you decide to be a coach in a field of, you know, working where you were working? What, what made you decide to start a business and start inspiring others? Yeah. So it, it, goes all the way back to chiropractic college. So I graduated from chiropractic college in April of 1997. At the time I had a one-year-old and I was pregnant. Um, so I was a busy girl in chiropractic mm -hmm. college. And um, I graduated, gave birth to my daughter. At the time I was married to <coughs> a guy that I met in chiropractic college. He graduated after I did. Um, then when we both graduated, we moved back to where I was from in Michigan so that we could raise our kids around my family. And a year later, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to take this degree that I've paid a bunch of money for and time for. I'm a doctor. I want to help people. Um, the problem was, is like a lot of women who go into business, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know about internal marketing, external marketing, recruiting, hiring, and training staff. I didn't know about systems for, um, you know, systems for success in my business, whether it was for money or as insurance or all of the things that are necessary to build a, a really strong structure in business. And so I hired a coach. I hired a coach five months before I ever opened my practice because I knew I didn't have time to waste. I didn't have money to waste and I could not take on the stress of quote unquote failure when I had two small kids and not one student loan for a doctorate program, but two, because my ex, my now ex-husband had a student loan too. So I hired a coach. Um, I opened my practice in a tiny little town of 5,000 people, a blue collar town in Southeastern Michigan in December of 1998. 
Um, I applied what I had been learning. I busted my butt and with lots of God's grace, I went from zero office visits a week to 180 in 89 days. And then I just kept growing and scaling from there. Um, and um, six months into practice, my coach said, hey, do you want to coach other chiropractors? And I was like, sure. I mean, I'm in my 20s. I've got a new practice. I've, um, I've always been very active in our church, taught Sunday school, Awana, um, you know, involved in women's programs. And I said, yeah, if I can help, I'm in. So um, while running the practice and, you know, obviously serving patients in the practice, I started coaching chiropractors. This is back in the days of fax machines and, and, you know, like some people had websites, not very many. Not um, many. Yeah. And so then that evolved to also doing private coaching for chiropractors in 2001. Um, in 2002, found out that my then husband had had an affair. So we tried to work on our marriage a year later, found out it wasn't one affair. He had been with, by his own admission with over 40 women. Um, and so in a last ditch effort, um, and had been using drugs and, and alcohol and, you know, for those, for those women or people who want to say, well, how didn't you know, you know, I'm sure that I did. Um, I had my head in the sand. I mean, I, I, I was raising my kids. I was homeschooling my kids. I was running a very profitable practice. I was coaching. I was really busy with all mm -hmm. of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And not really focused on what I needed as a wife, you know, I put that on hold and um, did all of this other stuff. And so I, I don't think anyone ever deserves to be cheated on, but I definitely contributed. Um, one thing is I didn't have respect for the man I was married to. And that's what a man needs. A man needs respect. A woman needs love. Um, and, you know, now I'm, I'm wiser for the wear. So long story short, we got divorced. Um, he, we, we moved out of state, got, when we moved out of state, that was his way to get away from anyone who would make him be accountable to being a dad and a husband. He had a girlfriend waiting for him. Um, we got divorced. He went off and eventually did drug rehab. Um, I became a single mom, which was a huge blessing because I no longer had that toxicity. I no longer had the responsibility of carrying the weight of a loser um, and, um, you know, now it was my kids and I, so, um, then, you know, fast forward, I, you know, began coaching full time to take care of my kids, put them in private school. It was a huge blessing because as, as a, a self-employed woman with a home-based business, I, I didn't have to miss, you know, any of their activities because I based my schedule on what they needed. Um, I didn't have the weekends off of every other weekend because I had sole custody from the get-go. And um, long story short, met my now husband after moving my kids to Arizona. Um, you know, God works in amazing ways. And I'd gone to Arizona to visit a friend. And I'm like, why do I live in Michigan when I could live in the sunshine? So sold our house, packed up, moved my kids, didn't know anybody except this friend um, in Arizona. And three weeks later, God brought my now husband into our lives. And it was a huge blessing. Like, you know, he, um, he really appreciated the struggle that we had been through and wanted to take care of us and help us and, and still honor the fact that I was an entrepreneur. And, um, 
so to be honest, I got lazy. I got lazy and I sat back and I was like, wow, this is so nice to be taken care of. Like, I am digging this. Um, <laughs> no, he never, never overstepped boundaries. I just stopped being me. So I'll take full responsibility for it. Um, and I started creating problems in our marriage because I was a producer and I stopped producing. I, I was somebody who it made, it made me feel really good about myself to make a lasting impact in other people's lives. I stopped doing that. Um, and so finally in 2017, I started listening to Grant Cardone, um, Be Obsessed or Be Average, The 10X Rule, If You're Not First or You're Last, Sell or Be Sold, and his message resonated with me. I cranked it up again. I started the 56-Day Chiropractic Boot Camp to Double Your Business. Um, and women who were just like me, who were female chiropractors, started coming out of the woodwork. And it has been an amazing journey. These almost two years, it'll be April 17th in two years that I clicked off this um, membership-based coaching business um, with women all over the world who are doubling and tripling their practices, who are making six figures more a year. Last year, I can you know, add an extra half a million dollars in one year to my business. Um, and the proof of that are the lives that have been changed. So um, I'm extremely passionate about helping women see that you absolutely can have it all. The secret to having it all is to be obsessed in your business just like you're obsessed in your home. You have to know what systems to run, what plays to run in your business so that you can run at 100% at home as well. So that's my story. I freaking love it because, you know, the thing that gets me is like when women come on, they're always talking about, oh, I want to talk about my business. And I tell them, but it's so much more because you've not talked about your business. You've talked about college. You've talked about marriage. You've talked about divorce. You've talked about the impact of drugs on families. You've talked about what it's like to be a single mom. You've talked about what it's like to let go and to let love. You've talked about what it's like to relocate. Sometimes changing your environment changing, changes your whole outlook and your life. A lot of people are trying to grow and they're growing in the same soil that is rotten instead of relocating and planting new seeds and new soil. And so you've literally touched on so many things that I can't see how any woman can't relate. I do see that you focus on chiropractic, uh, women with practices, chiropractic moms. Um, I do have a question because you have a 56, um, you talk about 56 female chiropractors and 56 day boot camp. What is the significance of the number 56? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and, and to finish the story too about being planted in great soil. So when I met my husband, um, we got married a few months after meeting and he then took a job in Alaska. And so the kids and I lived in Arizona and he worked in Alaska. And at the time he was doing what's called hitch. So you work for six, six straight weeks, seven, 12, 84 hours a week. And then he would be home for two to three weeks. Now, for some of you, that may sound horrible, but it was really God's grace because my kids and I had only been my kids and I, he had only been on his own for a long time. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. It was really great because we got to be together as a family, work those things out. And then we would separate and then we could kind of like recalibrate. We could kind of recalibrate. 
and then come back together. And so then um, we moved to Alaska in June of 2010. I never even wanted to visit Alaska, let alone live. <laughs> I'm so thankful. Um, I love it here. I love, you know, we, we harvest all of our own meat between halibut, salmon, rockfish, shrimp, crab, caribou, moose, um, muskox, goat, um, you know, like um, mountain goat, sheep. So we totally take care of ourselves. And my husband has taught my kids and I how to do all of that because we didn't know how. Um, so I'm proud to say I got my first moose a couple of years ago and I have the record halibut on our boat. So there Look you go. Look at you. So you're still in Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See, it's so amazing to me how when we get out of our comfort zone, the things that happen because we have this image of what our life is supposed to be and what our business is going to look like. And we try to keep it in this little area and, you know, do control it. And then we let go and it just, it does what it needs to do. And whatever's meant to happen does. And I need you to stop talking about my life because my husband's about to go to, he got orders to Hawaii and I'm in that stage of do I, and we've both been doing our own thing for all these years and we're older getting married and I've been with my kids, my three kids, and he's been by his, and it's, you, you're, tell, you're telling my life story, so I need you to stop. And so you're, that accountability, this, that's the key to having a culture, having like-minded people around you, because when somebody that you can respect, that you can relate to talks about something, you can't help but to look at yourself and say, okay, is that it? Because no matter how much we can deflect, we can, you know, we can push it off on everybody else and, and all that, but, you know, life is, is hard and it doesn't matter who you are what you're doing how much education you have what your role is whether you're a wife or not single mother not uh people who have had you know children lost children these things we have to have support we have to have community and we have to have guidance we are designed to have mentors to look to somebody and these things that you're talking about are so relevant to every woman and so um i don't know i'm sitting here getting worked on and i i'm just grateful so the significance of the number 56, and then I got two other points for you. Yeah. So two, two things about what you just said, Anika. Number one, it's really important to recognize that life happens through us, not to us, right? Mm. We're not victims okay. and stuff just comes at us. It, it happens through us yeah. and we never lose. We either win or we learn. Like even being cheated on for 40 years, I didn't lose. I learned. And, and as a result, it's given me the ability to, when I meet women who've been cheated on, to go, you know what, sister, I, I know that pain. I don't know your pain. I know my pain from that similar situation. These are things that I've done in order to be healed through this process. And, and perhaps they would be tools that would be helpful to you, right? Or, or being a single mom or having an extremely successful business, just coasting, not losing it all, but definitely going from, you know, multiple six figures to less than $50,000 a year. And then just like how fast you can turn it back on. And so <coughs> the greatest threat to any of us living to our optimum potential is a low demand environment. Yeah. I don't want to be the, the, the least wealthy person in the room because then I know I have to step up, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be the least successful person in my circle because I have to step up. That doesn't mean I don't reach down, but my periods of time for growth throughout the week or throughout the month or throughout the year, I want those to be with, with individuals who are doing 
what I aspire yes. to do, right? That's right. And all of our relationships are lateral or in like, or, or looking down, you won't grow Not gonna up. go anywhere. That's right. You have a duty, a responsibility and an obligation to always be living out your potential. And that means forever be grateful, but never satisfied. Never, ever, ever be satisfied. Be grateful. And that's one of the most overlooked um, success principles is gratitude. Like every day, be so thankful for what you've done mm -hmm. and for the opportunities that are right out there for your taking. So the 56-Day Chiropractic Bootcamp to Double Your Business was started with that mentality of, you know, I really wanted women... Our profession has always been very male dominated, not the guy's fault, just we as women didn't step into it, right? So now it's mm -hmm. about 50 in chiropractic colleges and, and men are very happy to embrace us. But I had always felt like my personality of like drive hard, I'm going 10X. If you've read Tim Grover books, Tim Grover's book, Relentless, I'm for sure a cleaner. I never really found in my profession that there were other women who were like that, or if they were, they were kind of like bitchy. And mm -hmm. so I just ran with the guys. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't want to, like, I'd never have identified as being a victim. And so when I kicked off the boot camp, I literally kicked it off thinking it was going to be for men who had been in practice 15 to 20 years who had kind of lost their edge, but I felt like had so much wisdom and experience to share with us. I wanted to like bring them in. Well, when I kicked it off, I started realizing like, oh my gosh, there are women just like me all over the place who want to kick it into high gear. And so originally it was eight topics, seven days of training per topic, and then you had 90 days to complete it. So what happened though is as I was growing and scaling my practice very quickly, I met the likes of Dr. Matthew Loop who is the leading social media revenue strategist in North America, meaning he knows how to make more money on social media than anyone else. He's been um, a great friend of mine and a coach. Um, I asked him, hey, would you contribute a week of content to the bootcamp? He's like, absolutely. So he did. And then Roberto Monaco, who owns the, um, the chiropractic pub, uh, speaking company, he contributed a week. Alok Trevetti, who um, is a master at helping us look fear in the face and moving through it. He's a contributor. Boot campers who are doing amazing things in their practices, they're contributors. And so now it just like, now there are 25 topics and over 400 trainings. And um, it's a lifetime membership. So it's a lifetime membership with a financial commitment of anywhere from a one-time payment to 24 months. Because I also wanted to get away from this pay to play. As long as you're paying, you can play. But as soon as you stop paying, you're kicked out. Like I didn't want my chiropractic sisters to feel that way. So the boot camp is a lifetime membership with a finite financial investment. Um, and it's an incredible tribe of women. It's 93% women, the only one like it in our profession. Um, and I, I love our tribe. I absolutely love our tribe. And if I can, um, if you'll give me just a second here, I want to share, um, share this definition of a tribe with you because this is really and truly um, what our tribe 
is just one second let me i love that word too because i use tribe village and committee all the time simultaneously because we're not designed to live alone (laughs) and especially as women it's we it's necessary for us i wrote a paper recently about the difference between men and women in business and how men will get into a club but um men will get into a club and women we we formulate small villages and tribes so i love this um let me find it real quickly um i apologize that i don't have it um Okay, I know a better way to do this. <clears throat> you know, I, I wanna also, before we came live, and Anik and I talked about, it, you guys can probably all hear that I have, um, I finally got this nasty thing that most people have been suffering with all winter long. I finally got it. And <clears throat> I just wanna encourage all of you that, you know, there are times that we have to slow down um, and, and take time for ourselves. I just encourage you never slow down so fast that you don't have a plan to get started again and go hard. So I'm giving my, my body a few days to recuperate and doing the things that it needs in order to recuperate. But I'm, I'm, this isn't going to be my continued pace. Um, and the reason why is that <clears throat> we can slow down so much that we almost stop. Yeah. And that's where we really get into trouble. So here's my definition of tribe. A group of people that becomes your family. The people that will be there for you no matter what. And who are guaranteed to, ha- and who you're guaranteed to have a great time with. Although people may not understand how close you are and your relationships with each other may seem perplexing to those on the outside, it doesn't matter because you all love and accept each other. Once a tribe is established, they stay together forever. And that's really and truly my boot camp tribe. That's who we are. I love that. I have to just let that resonate in the universe. Because that's loyalty, that's commitment, and that's support. And that's what that's what people need. Um, and so this is a lifelong membership boot camp for female chiropractors. Can you give listeners information about your Women's Chiropractic Leadership Conference? Yeah, absolutely. So last year, um, you know, this is another lesson. Like I was, I was doing a, the summit with <clears throat> another female chiropractic group and they kind of pulled out at the last minute. And I said, well, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. So um, my team and I took it over and said, that's fine. The tribe got together. Um, we had 58 women there. Half of them were boot campers. Half of them were not. Um, and one of the things that we did is we had a pales ceremony and pales is pregnancy and infant loss awareness month is in October. And so um, a dear student had suffered the loss of her son, Patrick. He was, um, he died a day before she delivered him. And it was a, a horrible, horrible, horrible experience. And so, um, you know, she and I were together through that process. To, and so we wanted to make sure October was a time that we could all celebrate. And so um, I put her in charge of the ceremony. It was wonderful. It was a care and the light ceremony. And um, women got to get up and share about their own loss of a miscarriage or their own loss of an abortion or um, infertility. And every single woman had either personally suffered one of those tragedies or someone immediately connected to them, a mother, a sister, um, 
or a daughter had experienced either miscarriage, infertility, or abortion. It was unbelievable. Um, and so it was just a really special time for women to come together. So that was like the, the ending of our, of our, our summit. And so the summit was about sharing. And so different than a lot of like conventions you go to where the speaker's up on the stage and the people are just mm -hmm. in the audience and, mm -hmm. and it's all just one yeah. way. It's all yeah. out loud. I, I, yeah. I handpicked the speakers and I said, listen, I want you to present, but I want it to be a dialogue. I don't want it to just be a monologue where you're just up there as a talking head. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was really awesome. Like one of the speakers was, is um, Dr. Erica Witter Davis. She practices in California. She's an Olympian. She ran um, track and field at UT and then became an Olympian. And I, I love her discipline. I love her drive. She's the mother of two. Um, you know, while she was there, her mother-in-law passed away and her husband said, nope, I got this. You stay and do what, what you're called to do. You coming home isn't going to change anything. And I just, I, I love that she has that relationship with her husband, that he understands the important role that she plays in this world and that, you know, he, he had things under control. And so, um, you know, that was like part of, I, I, I told you, I'm in the process of writing a book called I Am Better Than a Man, pause, at being a woman. And at the end of, after the end of the summit, there was a big group of us sitting at this long table in the lobby bar at the hotel. And, and Eric and I were sitting down here and we were sitting next to a student and her boyfriend. And then the table was filled with what I would consider liberal women all the way to very conservative women. And I would put myself, I'm a very conservative woman. Um, and so I just kind of observed this relationship and I asked, I asked a question to her boyfriend and I said, um, like kind of what's going on? He said, well, you know, when she got to when we got together, she told me that she can do everything on her own. And I used to try and do things for her. And she let me know that, nope, she was going to take care of it all. So I finally just said, fine. And that conversation continued. And then we were talking about like chivalry. And I said, oh my gosh, I love it that my husband treats me like the weaker party. You know, he opens my door for me. He carries all the groceries in and it doesn't, it doesn't do it. He doesn't do it because he doesn't think I can't do it. He does it because he honors me as his wife. He honors me as a woman. You know, like he carries jumper cables and, and blankets and all that stuff in his vehicle because when he's driving back and forth to work, if somebody is broken down, he wants to be able to help them, right? Like not because they're incapable, it's because that's his heart. And when she said, I'll always get my own door. No man needs to open a door for me. Every woman at the table turned and looked at her. They're like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, it's an honor to have a man open a door for you. And that was like the kick in the pants to get this book that has been in my heart out. Um, and so it's, it's calling out women's lib that it's great that we can vote but a lot of women's lib has put us backwards. It has put us more in the dark ages of, of being the, the sole breadwinner for our homes when it, it's perfectly great to have two incomes. Um, and, and just all of these things that we're, ra that we're raising these daughters that are strong and we're, we're teaching them to 
to look for a strong man, but yet we're raising emasculated sons. It doesn't make sense. And so I'm calling us out. I, I love, I love the book. Um, and it's funny because the thing about it is that I disagree in a lot of ways, but that's okay because a lot of this has to do with how we're raised, how we grew up and where a lot of this is regional. A lot of it's generational, but the conversations need to be had because a lot of, I was speaking with somebody yesterday and she was talking about, um, sexuality. And I told her, I said, as a therapist, as a psychologist, I look at the patterns that lead to people's decisions. I don't just look at the decisions. And so it doesn't matter what perspective, what stance you have on any of this stuff. I love that you're having this conversation because it makes me even think, you know, is that just to a lot of people, these are norms, these are to be expected, but a lot of people are taught not to expect it. And so either way, the fact that this literature, this knowledge, this perspective is coming to the forefront, people need to receive it because so many people are closed-minded and they're not taking the information that we're putting out. And so here you are putting this out because it's something that's on your heart and it's necessary. This is something that, you know, as our children are in a world that we were not in, um, it's scarier every single day. And, you know, I have two daughters and a son, and even I have to be intentional about everything I show them, everything I teach them and everything that I do, because I'm scared when they leave the house daily. And so we have to try to educate each other and no matter where we come from, what we do, I love that you're having this conversation because a lot of women don't even know how to receive it. And we have to do better with changing the generational curses and the things that are happening to us and accepting what our norms are because it doesn't mean that they're right. So I look forward to your book coming out and I would love for you to come back and tell us about it so we can have a launch and let people know, hey, check it out, it's here because this is our reality and we gotta start doing better about fixing it. Well, thank you, Anika, for your love for changing, changing the story and changing the future for not only us as women, but for us just as, as human beings on this planet that, um, you know, it's, it's our duty, our responsibility and our obligation. If we can, we must. And I, I honor you for, um, staying focused on your mission while still caring for yourself, you know, taking, taking that pause when you need to, um, and yet staying, staying in, in the trenches with your own mission. Cause that's, that's what brings you joy. And that's, that's, you know, like your purpose is to still do this. So thank you for having me as your guest today and for the hard work that you're doing as well. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And you're picking me back up because even our conversation has given me life on, you know, what I'm here to do. And thank you for appreciating that. Um, I love meeting women like you all the way in Alaska. And I love the, the, the universal touch and the glow that we can support each other near and far. And, you know, we can be extended versions of the tribe. And that's what I want women to understand is that no matter what they're going through, they're not alone. And no matter what your gifts are, you can have your own business and you can, yeah. you can collaborate, you can write, you can grow, you can heal, you can do whatever you need to do. Just reach out because we're here to help. Absolutely. All right. Can you tell um, listeners how to find you? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place is drbarbaraeaton.com. It's drbarbaraeaton.com. That's my website. You can find lots of great blog posts there, um, a, a bunch of inspirational testimonials, 
how to get in touch with me. I have lots of free content um, with, with great thought leaders like Garrett Gunderson, who owns the Wealth Factory. He is a friend and a coach of mine um, with Mike Michalowicz, who is a best-selling author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Clockwork, um, with, with lots of other women. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and, and all of those different social sites. So you can, the easiest way is just to go to my website. Um, my pledge to you is if you reach out, I reach back. Um, you know, it's your duty and your responsibility. If you need help, ask for it. And then it is our responsibility to reach back. So if you do, can you repeat that part? It's our duty, our responsibility and our obligation to ask for help. Mm. That part. Okay, continue, sorry. No problem. So um, I just in, encourage all of you to, um, to when you reach out, also know that with your own healing, that means that then you get to help others. Okay. So all of us need help at some point in the journey and many times throughout the journey. You know, there were times in my life that I was the one doing all the reaching out for help and because I reached out, then I got to climb up to, you know, like here in Alaska, we do a, a lot of hiking and there are places that I have to reach out with my girlfriends and get a help up. There are times that I'm the first one up to the top and I reach down to them, but together, you know, we all get to the top. And so recognize you're not broken. You don't need fixing that. We all just have bumps and bruises along the way. And, um, and many times we can be the ointment for each other or the bandaid for a period of time while the scab grows. Um, and it's just, it's all part of the journey. We never lose. We either win or we learn. I love that. I want to thank you so much for your perspective, for your tenacity. Like you are just fire and I love it. Cause it, it you say it's infectious. It totally is. And mm -hmm. you've boosted my spirits today. So you got me pumped up and okay. I'm ready to, I'm ready to get back on the saddle. So, um, I look forward to all of your projects and I look forward to sharing your information. I already have people in mind for you because I have a chiropractic friend that was um, with me with my conference and we're on a leadership team for another conference. And I, y'all are the only two female chiropractors I know. So I will definitely be sending her your way. Um, I love what you're doing and I will definitely try to support in any way I can, but I want to thank you for being here today. Thank you very much. And God bless you all. Have an awesome day. Um, regardless of what time you're listening to this, make the rest of it the best day ever. All right, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika. Stay powerful.